Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of Dungeon Boys. My name is Keith, I'm your DM. Josh, playing as Reginald, the orc fighter. My name is Bryce, playing as Jericho Moldrinker, the ranger shifter rogue guy. I am... Oh, and ranger. (laughs) Playing as uh, Errol Derman, the tabaxi rogue cleric. Tabaxi rogue cleric. And we are the Dungeon Boys. Well, they're the Dungeon Boys, I guess. Technically, we're all the Dungeon Boys, because while I simultaneously am the dungeon many times i exist in the dungeon as well collectively we make one dungeon boy yes <laughs> we it's are the hideous, hands and feet. but this is how it works this is our reality we are the hands and feet of the single dungeon boy a lot well we'll I, no i'm gonna say it a lot went on last time we played it did a, a lot went on there was a ceremony and there was a boss fight and there's all kind of good stuff does anybody want to recapitulate all right, so what went on? here's what had happened. This old what lady happened was, was mad at us because Bob we burned down the house. And so she killed our friends. And that's well, what happened. We we killed our house, so. <laughs> I, all right, all right. Let's, we've got limited time. Let's, let's, do, let's, let's tell them what happened. I do, I do actually remember a lot of what happened. All right, so at the end of the previous episode, before last episode, so the previous, previous episode, we burned down Baba Lasaga's house. Um, and we, we destroyed, I don't, I don't know if we destroyed one. I don't remember if it was clear, but she had an illusory baby who we are assuming is Strahd. I'm, I'm fairly certain we can all agree that it's Strahd, but I don't know if our characters know that. But, um, so she flew into the house in a rage and panic and whatever. And she was looking, she, you know, she's crying out Strahd. So, so we pick up last episode with us running from her to this, uh, lady, I forget her name. Who's a friend of the Raven peoples? Muriel. Muriel, that's right. Also a wear Raven herself. Yeah, and I made a reference to to that. Um, curi- uh, what was the, the the courage? Courage. Yeah. Cowardly dog. Um, so we told her. We gave her. We gave Irvin. Irvine. Elvir. Elvir. That guy. We gave him the rock, and he ran. He flew with it away, so it was safe. And then uh, we we made it back to the chariot chariot cart thing we got back to the the villa or the the little wine uh vineyard um we told the dude the old guy we're like hey man we're back we got the gym we didn't kill her he was upset that we didn't kill baba la saga um <clears throat> but he was like hey rest up you know you know you know it's fine we'll deal with that later and then there was this dope ceremony where Derman and jericho became uh were ravens you know, it's dark, stormy night. Uh, we were shirtless. The old dude put his bloody hands on our backs. Uh, we felt wings burning. You know, it, was, it was magical. Um, <laughs> and then not much happened really in between that point and Babala Saga coming in to mess with things. Uh, but she, she, she messed with things a good bit because she killed two of the old dude's sons. One of them she killed twice. <laughs> One of them she only killed once. Welcome uh, to yes. D and D. Yeah, welcome to D and D. Yeah, she rolled. She rolled up on the winery where you guys have been staying in like a torrential downpour, just so, so cinematically very cool. Boss fight in the vineyard. Uh, Davian Martikov, the patriarch of the 
order of the feather, uh, which are order of were ravens that are diametrically opposed to Strahd and his leadership and rule over this uh, this plane you're in over this realm, uh, and they he enlisted his two eldest or his two sons to fight, uh, or his two sons that were there. And yes, Babala Saga ended up killing both of them at least once, uh, but luckily. Luckily, Dermon knows how to to revivify, and luckily there was a scroll. Yeah, because uh, one of them would still be dead. Well, one of them is still currently dead. <laughs> right. Yes. We'll deal with that in just a second. But one of them is bloody and broken and lying behind a cart, singed a good bit too, because he took a lightning bolt to yeah. his face. I believe that's Elvir, is it not? Yeah. The eldest the eldest son is alive. Elvir is the youngest son, and he is still currently dead. No, I thought I thought Elvir was the one. Elvir is the one that's behind the thing because yeah, I thought she saved Elvir. Yeah, the older the brother flew into a rage and flew at Babu Saga and then just okay. got Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Well, yes. Thank you for following by the way, Peachy Frosty. Um, yes. So yes, the eldest son lays dead um, underneath the corpse of Babu Saga and the corpse of her flying giant skull that she rode around in like a Jetsons vehicle. Yeah, y'all are right. Elvir got behind the cart. Uh, the all-app thing from our last battle is actually still saved. Oh, I can't see that one. Perfect. Nice. Ooh. Good job. Good. Perfect, dude. I, I knew there was something that I would want to remember, but I always forget something. Um, okay, so that brings us up to date. Uh, Davian is, has rushed to his son is weeping over the, the body of his dead son as the three of you uh, realize that Babala Saga has been defeated and Elvir lies behind the cart, right? And he is injured but not dead. Yep. Okay. Stabilized? Is that the word? It's a technical word. No, he, he's got he's not stabilized. Because stabilized is like unconscious. Yeah, he's he got HP. Has health. Okay, so he's he's he's, he's, he's up. He's just up. real low. Yeah, he's at like yeah. one hit point. Gotcha. Okay. So and are we going? before we jump into things, we did did I did I detect a hint of y'all get a level for beating Baba Lasagna? Yes, every every everybody t- gets to take a level for beating Baba Lasagna. Yeah, Baba Lasagna. Speaking of lasagna, someone named PG Frosty says, "Bryce, bring me some chicken wings." I don't know if you know B- PG Frosty, Bryce. I know Frosty. I don't know oh. what PG means. Maybe he needs parental guidance. Could be. Hey, Frosty, how's it going? <laughs> um, Got to get that chicken okay. wing delivery system up and running. So, is there anything that needs to occur uh, for you guys to take a level? Or are we ready to go? I'm ready to go. I think we're good. I think. Okay. We're about to find out, that's for sure. We're about to find out. We're about, we about to find, find out. All right. So Elvir is is, cough, is essentially coughing up blood behind a cart. Um, and Baba Lasaga, for stream viewers, is the, is the female lass here pictured uh, on the stream. She lies dead in the center of the vineyard. The rain is pouring down and... and washing all of the soot and dirt and lightning, you know, blast off of her face as she, her corpse lies in the mud, you know, the dirt's running underneath her. 
Uh, and as the dirt runs underneath her body and the mud flows down towards the winery, it flows underneath the uh, the body of the other dead son, uh, Adrian. Adrian was the other dead, is, is the dead son who now lies on the ground. Uh, and Davian, the patriarch, is rushing over towards him, uh, saying, My son! My son! I, as he leans down toward him. I am injured to near death, so I'm going to trudge over there as quickly as my body will allow it. Okay. And I... Um, <clears throat> what's his name again? Damien? Davian? Davian, yeah. They oddly put a V instead of an N. M. Interesting. Welcome it's to probably D&D. because Avian is... Hey! Uh, could be. <laughs> Suddenly, <laughs> revelation. Indeed. Um, I kind of walk over to him and just... I forgot. It's been two weeks. I don't know his voice anymore. Dermot? He's got a little bit of an accent in there. Yeah, a little bit. Davian, move, please. I can still save him. And I like reach down to kind of gently try and, and, and push him out of the way. Not really wholeheartedly. It's more like it's more like I'm falling onto him with my with one one hand and I'm like trying to move him out of the way with my body weight while I reach the other hand toward um the sun. Sure. He Davian has, has little energy left emotionally or physically to to, you know, push against you, so he kind of falls back into the mud himself. And I cast Revivify on the boy. Wonderful. My final and last. Hmm. Well, he is a grown-behind man, but I understand what you mean. Your your spell, it brings back people, Revivify brings people back to life that have died within one minute. Yep. Uh, it doesn't bring back missing limbs or anything like that, but luckily, uh, Adrian is no longer, or is not missing any limbs, uh, and he returns to life. He... <gasps> gasps for life and reaches up, uh, you know, gasping for air as he looks around uh, and, and finds his his father uh, as Davian looks on to his son uh, and then up to you, Dermon, and then back to his son. And then the, the at once despairing sentence, my son, my son, turns from to a joyful uh, and embracing, my son. Uh, thank you, Dermon. Thank you. Uh, very much. I, I I appreciate you. Oh, my son, he lives. What of Elvir? Well, he died and died again. You He's saying, fine. Oh, I'm glad it took me some time some time to catch my breath. Very well. He did die twice, though. That is important. That is an important bit of information. You need to keep a closer eye on that boy. I will. It matters not how many times he has perished, as long as it is not for the final time. As Davian, Davian stands up, um, and as he stands up, he helps his son to his feet. Uh, his son is still pretty broken and bleeding at this point, uh, but at least he's alive. And he, after he pulls his son to his feet, he you know, slowly steps over to where Babalasaga lay in the dirt, and he hocks a big fat one and spits it on her corpse. <laughs> He spits on her corpse and he says, It could not have come soon enough for you, you hag. So while all, while all this is going on, I want to rummage about in my satchel or bag or whatever it is. And I've got I've got one 
final just regular old um potion of healing so i want to toss that over towards derman all right hey you want uh, to uh you want to watch that elf eh? oh yes i appreciate it and as i as i catch it i um i toss it back to him and i say but i don't think that will be necessary for me you should hold on to it for yourself and I, if if it's free action time, I'm gonna I'm gonna do some action. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, you're good. You're free to act. I'd I'm like to action. ask some questions before action start actioning. Do it. Okay. Uh, what happened to Baba Lasagna's skull? Did it like completely evaporate, or did it like crumble into pieces somewhere? Or? Uh, it hit it hit the it hit the ground and definitely has some visible cracks in it, but it didn't disintegrate or anything. Okay. Then Derman may act. That's all I was wondering. Um, as, as I say that to, uh, what's his face? Um, That's my Reggie, face. It is. I go over to, uh, the, the son I just revived and I cast, uh, cure wounds on him. Okay. So he's going to, oh, heck, he's going to get back the full, hang on, hang on, hang on. I mean, uh, he's going to get, he's going to get, uh, 13 hit points. All mm-hmm. right. And then, being level level six cleric, I myself am going to receive the good old three hit points from healing him. Okay, that's pretty cool. All right, he takes a deeper breath, and some of his wounds um, and scrapes and, and gashes begin to close on his body. Um, and he uh, he says, "Thank you, Dermot. I I appreciate this, of course, more than you know." And then dying is. Messy business. Yes, I can imagine it is. I hope to stave off my dying for a good long while. Now I have another boy to tend to, and I walk over behind the carriage, still holding my guts. Yeah, as as you walk over to behind the carriage, like Elvir is just writhing in the mud. <laughs> just he's so hurt. He's like underneath the carriage, trying to crawl back to where all this healing stuff is going on. Which kind of, I guess, humor, humorous knowing that he will soon be healthy, but pretty dark considering the fact that he definitely died twice and is extremely injured. Still has sparks jumping off of him to nearby objects. Oh, like um, Luke Skywalker. Yeah. Um, yes. Yes, indeed. You know, just like that. Just like that. Just like On that. him... I'm going to grab at his uh, his leg. I imagine he's like he's crawling under the cart, so it's almost like I'm grabbing his leg and yanking him. I'm not actually yanking him, but it's like grabbing his ankle and like holding him there for just a, a second. Definitely. Um, I'm going to cast a level a level two uh, cure wounds upon him because he's super dead. Oh yeah, he's rough. Um. So that's 8, 10, 13. So he gets back a good old 13 as well. Um, and I need to know. Yeah, he gets back 13 and I will I will, I will, will regain something as well. And then that's all I'm going to do for now. While he's uh, doing all this mending of the people, I want to look down at my one little pitiful health potion. <laughs> and look back at the scene unfolding. 
and then back at the little health potion where he's he's got my beat and I just want to stuff it back in the pack kind of roughly <laughs> oh. I want to I want to <laughs> go and uh, I want to go and see if I can retrieve my spear and my hand axes that I threw yes you are you it takes you a little bit it's it's the rain is is pouring down and the the leaves of the and the vines of the vineyard are shaking in the wind making it a little bit hard to see into the mud, but eventually you do find your spear sticking vertically out of the mud from where you tossed it earlier and to cut your couple of hand axes stuck in various vines across the, the vineyard up there to the northwest, I believe, is where you threw them. Yeah, that'll work. Yeah, I saw hey. the... I took a little screenshot of the uh, map from last time. So yeah, it's way up there. Would anybody be willing to send put that in the Discord? Because I do not have access to it. Um, let me see if I got you covered, y'all. I can get it real quick. You got uh, it? Yeah. Right. Hey, uh, Dermon, you want to go help me loot these bodies when you're done healing all these people? Her being horribly evil and all that, I don't really have any compulsion not to, you know, search a corpse for valuable items. Oh, yes, I think that would be a grand idea. And there's a perfectly good flying... Well, not perfectly good anymore. Once perfectly good, slightly used flying skull over there that I'd like to check out as well. Oh, yes, that could be quite useful. I'm going to head over to the skull. All right, head over to the skull. Slap in the side of it. This baby's got low mileage. (laughs) You can fit so many evil sorceresses in this bad boy. Check out the trunk space for all the bodies you're going to create. I go uh, to Babala Saga's body. Okay. Body. Spelled with B-H-A-D-Y. Body. D-I. Thank you very much. Same thing. Davian, Davian, Adrian, and Elvir at this point are watching you guys head towards Babala Saga's dead body. There you go, Keith. Thank you. Perfect. What do they see us find? Indeed. Well, Bryce, you did a good job of reminding me of a certain thing. Excellent. Just real quick, <laughs> before, before all else happens, I do want to just, like, not a stabbing action, but I do want to poke her with the end of my spear. She shoots okay. up from the ground. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> These two, baby! <laughs> is, what, is what she says as she turns into a jet plane with missiles. Uh, Not again! Uh, you, stab, you stab her, um, and it's when you stab when you stick the spear in her, you would expect like blood to come out, but instead, it's almost like stabbing a mummy, like. When you stab her body, it's like you're stabbing into a, a corpse that has been decaying for, you know, 10s, 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s of years, uh, as best as you can tell. It doesn't seem like this this sorceress uh, was just an old lady. Hey, boys, this, uh, I don't, I don't, I'm no expert, but I don't think this is quite natural. Oh, I doubt it is. It's more like a lump of rotted flesh in my eyes. I don't know. Let's find out. What do I need to roll to find out? All right. As you boys approach this body, you and uh, Jericho, being the looters that you are, um, 
as you approach, you think, oh, it's just another body I'm ready to loot. But the closer you get and the more you consider reaching into this woman's personal effects and taking some taking some spoils of her death for yourself, you are confronted with an almost impassable compulsion to not do that, that that is not the lawful thing to do. That even, though, that even though she's you, evil, even though you killed her and she's evil, that those are not your items to take. Hey, what's the, uh, what's the hold up there, fellas? I, for some reason, feel this is a poor choice. Karmically speaking, of course. I, I, I wouldn't feel right searching this murdering defile of uh, good things for valuable items such as gold or magic things. Well, right. just, roll, both of you roll a, uh, a I'm going to call it a constitution saving throw. This is a part of your, your inner being now that's changed that you're trying to fight off. I got a 15. I rolled a 15. I don't know what I add to it. Do a constitution modifier, I guess? Yeah, I know that, but I don't know what it'd be, dude. Sorry, dude. <laughs> Sorry, dude. Constitution is a place... obscured by chicken wing. That's a 17, my brother. Neither of them is going to be able to do it. Um, though you try... Though looting corpses was part of your old life, because, of course, what else do you do to a dead body? They don't need it anymore. Uh, but it no longer feels like the, the right thing to do now that you have made this transformation and accepted the the curse of the were-raven. Hmm. Well, come on, fellas. Get on with it. I don't believe it would be a good idea for us to do that. It's it's just not right. Not not right. I mean, look at all the havoc and mayhem she's done. Rained down upon us. Done killed some of our good friends and acquaintances a few times. A few times. If you yeah. if you're not going to do it, I, I mean, I understand it. where you're coming from. No, no, just 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 step, step out. Well, let me show you how it's done here. I just. Just want to like nudge them aside very gently, and just I want to see if I want to see if I can find something on her corpse. Okay. Um, investigation to... or perception. Uh, you don't have to roll anything to kind of search her body, or okay. you just want to you just want to search her for items. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it doesn't look like she's got anything of value on her. Well, um, her, her, her spell casting. You know, she didn't have any special staff or anything like that. It seems like the most special thing she brought was that skull. Uh, it looks like she left left home in a hurry to come deal with you guys. Hey, Not to mention the fact that everything in your ha- in her house <laughs> you stole <laughs> before you came here. Fellas, <laughs> I think uh, I think you might have had the right idea, right or wrong. There just ain't nothing to take. What's she, what's she got over there in the little little, little floater buggy over there? Can I'm gonna I get over it that way? Can you what? Uh, if he's gonna go look, it doesn't matter. I mean, you. There's no reason you can't both walk over there. 
I'm going to walk over there, but I'm not going to, like, stick my head in the eye socket or nothing. All right. Well, you arrive at the skull, which is very close to you. <laughs> oh, I'm getting up in there. I'm shoving right. my hand up his nose. Uh, hold on, y'all. I'm looking. Okay. You hop in or, you know, hop in and around, fiddling with it. There, don't, there doesn't seem to be any levers, no propellers, uh, no, like, V12 engine, nothing like that. No, you know, electric. Tesla motor or anything keeping this thing going. Uh just seems at this point like a hollowed out giant skull. Huh. And I actually I, say that. Huh. I step inside. Alright. Derman, you step inside, and as a cleric being relatively magical, you can feel the the waning presence of magic. Uh but other than that, there doesn't seem to be anything special about this skull anymore. Except that it indeed is a giant skull. My bad. Dope. <laughs> they just called me. What? My phone started ringing. Oh, I didn't even hear it. Oh, cool. I heard it. I, uh, Damien, this don't seem like a whole lot of nothing. How do you suppose it was floating about like that? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I think perhaps the magic was inside Bubble Saga. And now that she is dead, it is gone. Yeah, I think magic is all she had inside of it. Ain't got nothing. Of it. Oh well, uh, we did we did clean her out pretty good on now. So um, not feeling too bad. Rid, mm. We ridded the world of a of an ancient evil. That's something. Yeah, we rid the world of an ancient evil, and Dermot and I have been transformed into weird creatures. And it's still raining in the middle of the night. Yeah, it, that it, is true. Davian, if, if you don't mind, I'd, I'd like to go catch a few more winks of sleep. Absolutely. You're you're welcome under our roof uh, anytime, of course. I just Come. flop on my face right there. <laughs> <laughs> Come. Uh, I want to grab you by an arm and just start dragging you towards the house. Yeah. So as you speak to him, he says, my sons and I have but one thing left to do. Uh, and he, as he says that, Adrian and Elvir are returning to him with two uh, glass bottles full of uh, clear liquid. Uh, and he asks you, uh, if you would politely stand back from the corpse of the evil one there. Well, she ain't got nothing on her. We don't check. I'm not worried about what she has on her <laughs> as he laughs one good time. Uh, and the two sons go over there, empty out their, um, empty out their uh, bottles on the body of Babala Saga. And he, Davian says, uh, to protect anyone uh, from this wretched hag possibly resurrecting and doing more evil. And he reaches into his robe, takes out a small match, lights it, and then lights the the corpse of Babala Saga ablaze in an effort to completely rid Barovia of her blight. Nice. Hey, um, Davian, you know, you, you, you sound like you're awfully sure about this. I mean, people just popping right back up after you after you knock them down like that, rising from the grave and whatnot. Does that seem to happen quite a lot around here? Uh, it is not something that I see a lot of, but I have always found that if 
You don't want things, want something to come back, no matter from where. If you burn it, it makes it a lot harder. Now, uh, remember, Re- a wise man. Muriel was telling us about. Uh, she doesn't think that the souls of this place actually leave Barovia at all. It's uh, possible they could just bounce around until they pop back into the same body. You know, you're a wise, wise ranger, Jericho. Uh, I believe that is part of our problem here in Barovia. It is only a theory. It is only uh, the whisperings of peasants and the whisperings of those uh, who have the time to sit around and consider all of the horrible things that occur here, which is to say all of us. Uh, But some do believe that the soul of a Barovian though they are limited in number, never gets the opportunity to leave this world, but only bounces off the field of evil created by Strahd as it ascends into the sky upon death and returns to whatever newborn wretched animal or human that is born at that time. But it's just a theory, No, nothing to... Fear for yourself, more than likely. Hopefully. I, I don't really plan on staying dead here, personally. But No one plans on it, Jericho. It's always helpful to plan for the future, I suppose. Okay. Can we burn it twice, just to be sure? <laughs> if you ever find a way to burn something twice, you let me know, Reginald. Until then, once we'll have to do. I'll be looking out for that. Reginald just gets this kind of a thoughtful look as he kind of heads back inside. Like, can you burn something twice? The smell of melting flesh has become all, all but overwhelming uh, as Davian reaches out his arms to his two sons, uh, puts an arm around each of them as he walks with them towards the winery, uh, and he turns back towards you all as well, and he says, please come and enjoy at least one more night in our winery. You are you are now our heroes and our closest friends and members of our order. Come, please, get some rest. I'm, I'm already inside. I join as well. Jericho, were you saying something besides I'm going with him? Uh, no. Okay, cool. Well, you guys go inside. If there if there's not anything else left you'd like to do, um, Davian tends to the wounds of his sons. Uh, Stephanie, Stefania and Dag uh, and their children come out of uh, where they were holed up to protect their kids. The, the winery seems to be back in good order as it was before Babala Saga showed up. Uh, and it seems to be a, a decent, calm night at the, the vineyard from here on. Cool. I sleep. Nice. All right. You guys take, take yourselves a full rest for the evening. All right. A full rest. Congratulations. Flash forward a bit. You stand before the throne of Strahd. Well, maybe that's a little bit too far. <laughs> <laughs> you stand before the throne of Strahd. Uh, <laughs> too much of a full rest. Reel it back. Reel it back. <laughs> your own head dangles from a string he holds. <laughs> you see your party upside down. No, of course not. You what wake up the next will. morning. What are you guys going to do? Um, 
you know what? I think, you know, I probably had a dream about that last night. So I, I wake up all of a sudden it is morning and I am, I kind of got this itch to, to get moving. Like okay. Reginald, to himself, he's thinking, okay, we've, we've been here for a while, but there's a lot more going on here. Show. Uh, are we like in our rooms or we met back up in like the winery lobby or something like this? Um, I go downstairs as soon as I wake up. Oh yeah, I'll do that. I picture you guys are meeting up kind of in that same area where they load the wagons, kind of the, 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 let's say you're on the front porch of the winery. There's, there's the place you came in with the wagons, but there's also a big front porch where there's some tables and stuff. You guys are enjoying a little bit of breakfast prepared, prepared by the, um, the Martikovs here, uh, enjoying a little bit of breakfast in the, the, whatever misty sunrise that can be mustered in Barovia on the front porch of the winery together. Uh, all right, boys. I think we've hung out around here quite enough for one uh, adventure into a mist-filled hellhole. Would you all like to head back to Velaki and see if there's anything going on in civilization? Oh, yeah, well, probably best to uh, check back on what we left behind, you know? Yes, I agree. As sad as, it, as sad as it is to leave, I think we've spent far too much time here already. Oh, I am glad we did some good. Davian, it's always been a pleasure, uh, mostly, except when you were carving up my back with a knife. Uh, other than that, good day. <laughs> <laughs> you are quite welcome. Uh, the three of you are welcome in our home anytime. Uh, and, of course, I will not forget that if you can somehow determine a way for us to defeat the devil strad i will fight alongside you excellent it would be appreciated and furthermore there are many of us order of the feather that is there are many were ravens across barovia could you ever find yourselves in trouble know that they know that their raven may not be far behind for a little help is there any you'd like to point out to us? Ones to be on the lookout for? Uh, n- none particularly. We tend to look like regular old ravens. I only mean that if you get yourself into a bind, uh, we'll be paying attention. And if we can help, we will. Excellent. Thank you. And uh, do you have any suggestions on where we should go from here, given our current uh, in objective of overthrowing an evil king. It sounds to me that Srad's singular focus is on the girl that you brought to Vilaki. I can imagine that Strahd, being a man of singular focus, uh, has not turned from that so quickly. Of course, he is watching everything you do. He knows, he, he, he no doubt already knows of the death of Babalisaga. Uh, but... I imagine that whatever he is planning and however he plans to toy with you next likely has to do with the girl Irina that you spoke to me of. I see. All right, I guess it's best we go check in on the princess then. Yes. Let us go. I want to I want to give Davian the big clap on the shoulder. Always a pleasure. Hope to meet you again on the field of battle someday. 
He puts a he puts a reaches up to put a hand on the rippling ropes that live within probably underneath the skin of your back. Uh, and he says, We will meet again, Reginald. It'll be a pleasure to fight alongside you, I'm sure. I uh I shake his hand and I'll say um Thank you for all that you've done for us. And thank you for trusting us enough to invite us into your family. At least, as honorary members of the Order of the Bird. He, sh- he, sh- he shakes your hand back and he says, No, I thank you. Uh, going out on a limb on the three of you may be the best de- decision I have ever made. Well, that is good to know. And if you ever need us again, we are not far away. Usually, hopefully, probably, maybe. Sometimes. I plan to be very far away as soon as possible. <laughs> By the way, do we not see you in Stonebridge? Say again, Derman. Yeah, sorry. Do we not still have another stone to recover for you? Well, there is well, no telling where the other stone may lie. Uh, my son, Erwin, in Vilaki may have some sort of idea, but I doubt he even knows at this time. <laughs> he was a young man in love, uh, and we do not even have any idea where the stone was taken at this uh, back uh, that long ago. Uh, we've been doing all right on two stones, and should we get any more information, uh, we will hopefully be able to uh, reclaim it ourselves now with Babalu Saga and the Druids no longer there to contend with. So Reginald is outside. He's he's kind of like towing through the area of ashes where Babalu Saga was. Just making yeah. sure. Just making sure. Yeah, it's just a big black greasy spot <laughs> in the dirt. That's nasty. I'm going to go hop up in the back of our horse-drawn cart. All right. You hop up in the back of the cart. Everybody follow suit? Oh, yeah. Do we yes. have a horse? I Did go, our car right. go back to town? Up to that. And um, we had a horse. It's also not our cart. It's the, the, the bar's cart. Yeah, that cart remains... Your, your horse and cart remains. The, the wine was sent back to... There was a, a delivery sent, wasn't it? Yeah, the uh, winery had its own horse cart thing. Did they send? Did they send the wine, or did they say they were going to send the wine? They yeah, said they. That's were, what I remember. I don't, know, I don't know when it happened or if it happened. Yeah, I think they said he was going to send it, and I think that was going to go. That was going on whenever you guys went looking for the druids and stuff. So, right. uh, a shipment of wine has been sent out on the wine cart. You guys still have access to the cart that the bar lent you, uh, the Blue Water Inn that they lent you in Balaki. So you're good to go. Travel back. All right. Let's do that. Okay. So you do that. You guys do do that. You hop in the cart and you go clippity-clopping over the greasy black spot in the mud where Babala Saga's body once lay before it was lit ablaze. You pass by the dilapidated skull of a giant that she once rode towards you in as she tried to kill you. And you make your way back down the road, back towards Valaki. 
it'll be a good a good long ride but is there anything that you guys would like to do on the way uh, I kind of want to mention somewhere along the way hey boys just want to say I, I feel like we did some good back there it, I, I as will feel like we've been doing uh, m- more good than we used to in fact, I feel like I, I kind of want to keep helping people as much as I can. I don't know why. It's never really been my style, but I think this place might be changing me to some extent. And that's a good thing, I say, Molly. You could use a little change now Shut and up, then. Shut up, <laughs> Fine, then. <laughs> See if I teach you anything ever again. Oh, don't be like that. Yeah, show me that thing you're talking about with the, 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 the carvings on the wall telling you where to find stuff that you probably shouldn't steal. Oh, I don't know. It must have slipped my mind. That's the spirit, boys. I, I want to continue driving the cart while they argue in the back. Okay. I, I do, after uh, a little while, I do show him uh, what I was talking about. Okay. Because... For mechanical purposes, Bryce, you are taking a level in rookiness. Yeah. Have you already done that? Uh, yeah. When you told us to take two levels that time, yeah. I told you I was planning to take one, but we hadn't really had time to RP enough for me to actually earn that level. But nope. you said it was fine. Yeah, that sounds good to me. So now I am currently a five ranger, two rogue. Le five ranger to le rug. I like it. Cool. Just want to make sure everybody in the podcast listening zone or anybody who's listening via stream or YouTube would notice. Um, okay, so let me check my map, see what's going to go on with you. I believe I said at one point that the the cart kind of acted as a, a fast travel mode for you guys that the likelihood of a random encounter on the road while riding your cart would be pretty low. I'm going to stick to that. Uh, And your ride back to Velaki, though long, dark, gloomy, um, I think all the little jolly, happy exchanges we've had over the last 30 or 30 minutes or so made everybody assume the sun was shining a little brighter this morning on this next morning. It's not. It's dark here. It's always foggy. It's always gross and sad and wet. Uh, so don't forget that. <laughs> and you guys make it uh, back to the gates of, of Velaki uh, with your cart. Can we go over how much money do do we have at this point? Oh, good lord! All of it. I gave I gave you guys a lot of stuff, but now I'm I don't remember off the top of my head what all it was. I wrote down the ninety. Uh... EP, whatever that was, the uh, the local currency, Ethereum. Right. Um, 90 Electrum? Yeah, Electrum. Yeah, Electrum, that's it. And 91 gold. I have 1,392 gold and 90 Electrum. Yeah, because you stole all that gut stuff. Yep, from Bubba's Okay. Okay. Alright, I've updated mine to be the same as Josh's. Okay. That sounds good. Um, Dermot, 
That reminds me. You're starting to feel a tug at your heart. Newman doesn't bit. feel bad for past things. Those are, those <laughs> things are bad. <laughs> Those things are not existent to Derman's mind at the moment. I'm, I'm not asking you to make any sort of action on it now, but you're definitely feeling a tug at your heart that says, the only way I have this is because these two people helped me to get it. And so I think the right thing to do would be to give them some money. You don't have to act on it now, but that that you're feeling that. You've been feeling that since the Were-Raven transformation, and the Excellent. feeling is growing. Uh. I, w- I was actually planning to divvy it up after a little while, once everything calmed down. So that's, that's, that's <laughs> this is a good time. Shame, man. Do it. How much? How much was it in there, though? I don't remember. I don't remember Maybe how much I had beforehand and how much was in the thing. How much was in, in what? In, in Baba Lasaga's trunk. Yeah. Oh, uh, why would that make? Well, because I wouldn't, I wouldn't split with them the money that I. Oh yeah, let me go. Yeah, let me go back and find out what was in the. In the trunk. Good old Baba Lasagna. Baba Lasagna, baby. I only had some giving. lasagna tonight. Yeah, she had a lot of money. Yeah, yeah I want some lasagna. Sure was a Walmart sells these frozen single-serving lasagnas, and they are fantastic. <laughs> Oh, goodness. Good lasagna with homemade noodles. That stuff was good. Good up, baby. I left the noodles a little bit undercooked before I put them in the thing, so they finished cooking in there, and they soaked up all that meaty juice. Meaty juice. All right. There was 1,300 gold pieces in Baba Lasaga's chest. Wow, that's almost enough. And there were five gemstones in there. Did I tell you how much they were worth? No. Um, yeah, you did, but no. wait, hang yeah, on. So I didn't intend to. There are five gemstones in there. Yeah, wait, do I still have yeah, I still have the bag of five gemstones. You did tell me how much the other things were I already returned those though, so that's that's not yeah. there was a vial containing an oil of sharpness. There were two spell scrolls, mass cure wounds and revivify. There was a pouch containing plus one sling bullets and a set of pipes of haunting and a stone that looked like a rock but it felt magical this stone looks like a rock that's suspicious all right so you said it was it was 1300 uh in there 1300 gold pieces okay so i will give uh I will give the oil of sharpiness and the pouch of sling bullets along with uh, 300 gold to my boy Jericho. And I will I will say to him, I will say words in just a moment as soon as I think of words to be said. <clears throat> All right. So these are the things that I stole uh, from, well, stole is probably the wrong word. These are the things that I gathered from Babala Saga's hut, and I feel that it would be best split among the party. I do not need all of these things, nor can I use them all, for that matter. So it is only practical and good that I give them away 
So I'm going to give you 300 gold, Jericho, along with this. Do I know what the stuff is, right? You've told me, like, Dermon knows. Um, what stuff are you talking about? I think like the the bullets and the oil of sharpness. Like he knows what that, and he knows what the pipes of haunting are because the Muriel told him. Yeah, I will say the oil was labeled. Okay, and the bullets were labeled. Okay, <laughs> they were labeled plus one bullets and oil of sharpness. Plus one bully boys. Um, so I, so I give them, uh, to Jericho, and I say. I feel that these would be more useful for you than for me. Uh, so you may have them. Well, uh, thank you, Damon. Uh, I appreciate that. It's a good thing Bobby Lasaga doesn't need these anymore, I suppose. That is true. I'm going to do some stuff. Hold on. Hold on. I'm going to remove some stuff off my stuff. Potion of Sharpness is... Uh... Is it okay if I just look it up and write down what it is? Yeah, oil of sharpness. The same thing. Yep. All right, real quick, I'm going. You guys continue dimming oh, stuff. How many up. sling bullets? Ten. Um, ten. Yep. I'm gonna go to the restroom real fast. You guys divvy that stuff up. I'll be right back. Nice. Reginald, I believe you were fond of the pipes of haunting, right? Oh, oh, you. You're not going to keep him yourself? Oh, well, you know, I could, but you seem to enjoy them so much. I think I might give them to you. They did have a beautiful melody, they did. Are you, are you quite sure? If you want them, you can have them. Oh, and I thought you'd forgot my birthday. What? Nothing. All right. Uh, well, yes, you can, have, you can have the pipes of haunting, and you can have three hundred gold. Wait, where'd you get? Where'd you get so much gold from? Oh, it was from Bavala Saga. She was kind enough to loan it to me before she died. Was it? Oh, is this? Oh, it. Oh, it doesn't make a lot of sense. But thank you anyway. Oh, no problem. I want to. I want to go like I'm going to try playing the pipes. We're going to wait for the bathroom break. Yes, indeed. I am returned. Better not. Do we have a ton of dead air? I got the pipe. The pipe. Wonderful. So, yeah. Did you we keep just, the rock uh, of stoneness. Ooh. <laughs> or stone of rockness. <laughs> I'm gonna take that. Jeremy, you still there? Oh yeah, I'm here. What's 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 the question? Yeah, I'm confused now. I said, did you uh, keep the stone of rockness? Yeah, I kept the stone. Because I don't know what it is, so I don't feel like it would be a good idea to give it to someone else. Probably not. If it is deadly or something. So I have been past the pipes and some cash monies, and okay. I wanted to go like I was going to. I was going to go like I was going to go play the pipes. You know, got to okay. practice. All right, go for it. You're going to play the pipes? If nobody stops me. Toot, toot those pipes. All right. Tootly toot, toot, toot. There you I go. Attention to the pipes. All right. Um, so you toot the pipes. Uh, and again, I think you've tooted the pipes before. Somebody's tooted the pipes. 
He hasn't been the pipes before. We went over this. We know they're pipes of haunting. Um, and each creature within 30 feet of you that hears you play must succeed on a DC, DC wisdom saving throw or become frightened for you, of you for one minute. If you wish, all creatures in the area that aren't hostile towards you automatically succeed on the saving throw. So when you put your lips to the pipes, you feel like, ooh, this is a tool I can use to scare things that are hostile to me and choose to not scare things that are not hostile. Which do you choose? Uh, I'm going for the scare things which are hostile, but do not frighten those things which are not hostile. Okay, so everybody who hears Reginald play the pipes, you hear... Yeah, just for reference for everybody, it is it is an absolute terrible, terrible <laughs> song. I don't even yeah. there's no melody at all, but it it makes it makes it makes old Reggie happy. So, and everybody remains unfrightened, but you feel like you could have been. That's gonna scare the crap out of me. <laughs> That's a really disturbing sound, uh, Reginald. Well. Practice Lim- makes perfect, you know. I'll try again. I'll try again. No, no, no I, I think you. I think you're you're spot on. You, you're doing a good job. I just, I don't, really? I don't want to. I don't want to hear too much of it. It'll ruin the experience in in the future. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, you, you're perfectly right. Perfectly. So I want to just, I, I want to just very carefully just put those away. Okay, big, you put away big, the pipes of hunt. Big grin on the Reggie. Perfect. Maybe in the future you could uh, play that song for our enemies and see if it, uh, it convinces them to join us instead of fighting. <laughs> yes, I'm sure we'll have that effect you, on them. You think that melody is is that is that fine? Oh y- yes, yes, that was that was beautiful, perfect. Well, I, I might. I'm, you know what? If we get an opportunity, I might just try that out. I've got this kind of Reginald has this very like off in the distance kind of very thoughtful look like you know maybe maybe i am just that good maybe you are maybe Who's to say could right. be natural so are we finished up you think on the cart yep i think so okay so you guys go rolling back in to Velaki. The gates open up. They remember you leaving a couple days ago. Surprised to see you return. You come back into Velaki on the western, through the western gates, through that portion of the old Zvalich Road, and you pass by several houses on your right and your left as you travel the main road down into Velaki. Uh, on your left, again, you pass by St. Andrew's Church, um, which seems to be a slouching centuries-old stone church. It has a bulging steeple in the back and walls lined with cracked stained glass windows depicting pious saints. A fence of wrought iron encloses the garden of gravestones next to the church as a thin mist creeps among the graves. Uh, you continue traveling down until you arrive back at the Blue Water Inn which I'll read the description of again. Gray smoke issues from the chimney of this large... Let me also change the image to you're back in the village of Velaki. Now, um, it's not much of an image, but it's better than looking at Baba Lasaga. Um, 
The gray smoke issues from the chimney of this large two-story wooden building with a stone foundation and sagging tile roof upon which several ravens have perched. And now you know why it makes sense. There are several ravens perched on this building and not another uh, in the city of town of Velaki. A painted wooden sign hanging above the main entrance depicts, depicts a blue waterfall. Um, as you guys pull the wagon in, you guys go around back to the uh, stable, and you park that uh, park that wagon back there. And then I imagine you come out of the stable and head around to the front to go into the tavern? Sounds good to me. Of course, you don't have to go into the tavern, but... Have I, I gotten like any better at my driving at this point? Yeah. Not at all. You're good at driving. You're pretty good at driving a carriage now. Excellent. I remember when we left, it was like, okay, how do we do this? Which end is forward? That kind of thing. Right. You now know definitely, without a doubt, which end is forward. All right. You are successful. Um, real quick, before uh, you go inside, the town seems to be a bustle. Um Hey, hey, welcome to the stream. No worries on being late. We have just arrived back at the town of Velaki. Uh, so whenever you get to the front of the tavern, you noticed it kind of on the way in, but it's, it's really coming to a head now that you're close to the center of town. Uh, everybody, the town seems to be a bustle. Uh, not necessarily with any amount of joy or, um, or excitement, but people are moving towards the center of town some of them very, you know, almost dragging their knuckles on the ground lazily. Some of them uh, pretty dissatisfied. It seems like people are be are begrudgingly all headed to the same place uh, in this town. A few people have wandered out of the tavern. Not everybody's moving yet. It doesn't seem like you've missed anything, but it does seem like the town is preparing a bit for something to occur as you come to the front of the tavern. It looks like they're getting ready for another festival. This is what, like four or five now? You'd think at some point they'd get just just flat out tired of festivals. Yes, I agree. Somebody roll a uh, a history check. You've been through a lot over the past three days, but let's roll and see if any of you remember exactly what's going on. I got a mighty eight. I got a nineteen. Jericho? History 18. All right, yeah, Jericho, Reginald, you, it's been, you've been through a lot. You don't remember what's going on at the festival. Uh, but Jericho and Derman both remember the sign that they said, that they saw where they said, the sign said, come one, come all, to the greatest celebration of the year, the Festival of the Blazing Sun, attendance and children required, rain or shine, all will be well, the Baron. Oh, uh, yeah. I apologize for my chair. That's okay. No one should ever apologize for their chair. Too late. Indeed. <laughs> so I don't remember any of this. I'm just kind of like trying to... Uh, it's a head-scratching moment for me. Sure. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm well, moving it right now. <laughs> this is some festival. Oh, it was... Uh, the Burning Sun Festival or, or something like that, right? And happiness. Yes, I believe 
Something such about that manner of thing? You know, I'm not seeing a whole lot of burning sun or happiness around here. Maybe it's, uh, maybe it'll do some good. I suppose. But what did those men say that this was for? The ones we found? In the stocks? What is that noise? Oh, sorry. I was, I had to clean something off my computer. Oh, okay. Yeah, I didn't hear what you said over the sound of cleaning. Yeah, I feel like my skull <laughs> was being scraped out. Sorry about that. Um, I, I asked what those men in the stocks uh, had said about it, if anyone remembered. I did not. It has been a hot minute, fellas. No, the, uh, the, the, the fellas in the stocks were there because they were not enthusiastic enough about some festival or other, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, I think I think you're right. But that was the uh, last festival, festival of the uh, kicking donkey or something of that nature. Well, who knows? We've been gone long enough. Maybe it's come back around. Could be. Keith, are we are we hitting on close? I I, I really don't remember. Yeah, yeah you guys you guys are recalling properly that there are that um or you do recall as you have this conversation that it seemed like there was some sort of mandated happiness in this town that like if you weren't happy enough you'd be thrown in those stocks that that it seemed like this the baron of the town is having weekly festivals to try to increase the happiness quotient in this town and if you don't comply you get thrown in the stocks gotcha well, that'll do it Hey, can you guys hear me? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. No. Cool. Uh, Did we is... make it inside the bar? No, I, the I picture you guys are on the front porch at this point. I'm going to head on in and belly up to that bar. I'm going to follow that orc. Okay. You guys go inside, Dermot, or will you be entering as well? We yeah. may have lost him. Dermot, did we lose you? Yeah, sorry. Um, it was the lasagna. Maybe. I'm just, I'm also, I'm, I'm very tired. Uh, you know, so I apologize for that. But uh, what, what was said? Are you going inside the tavern? Yes. I'm okay. doing that. All right. You guys all go uh, inside the cav- the tavern to see it is not so bustly. It's never been completely bustly. You guys are in there in the early evening time, but you do see a familiar face, and that is the face of Erwin Martikov, if you will remember properly. Erwin Martikov is the son of Davian Martikov, the one that he seemed to be quite upset with. Uh, middle, right? He is the middle son, yes. He is the middle son. Uh, and he is tending the bar, but he seems a bit to be packing up shop and kind of closing down, possibly because of what looks to be the festival. But he sees you come in, and he says, Oh, my friends, I can only believe that it is you who is responsible for the shipment of wine coming only a few a few days late. 
I feel as though things are in order for my new best friends. Ah, uh, yeah. We, we've we uh, met your father and all your brothers and all them, and whoever Muriel is to you. Uh, she is a friend of the family. You met my father, though. Is he still angry with me? Uh, a bit. Oh, I think he's got a lot on his mind right now. I think he just wants the family to be safe at this point. A lot going on out there. Well, please, tell me what went on. What what, what was going on? Why was the shipment late? Are you a bird? Am we I... killed the house. And we did Am kill I the house, yes. You've... And you killed the house. I'm just nodding. Yep, matter of fact. Yep, yeah, we did. Yeah, th- there's a lot of story to tell. <laughs> uh, why would you ask me if I'm a bird? Oh, no reason. I'm just out of curiosity, mostly. But he, uh, he like, leans in and he says, You spent some time with my family. Are you a bird? I am a bird. Oh. Hang on, hang on. I can't, I'm using headphones and I can't hear myself enough to do anything good with it. So I'm going to change that real quick. Okay. Yeah, yeah we, uh, we both are now. It's definitely strange. It is indeed a thing. He reaches out to his hand. He says, come here. I, I come here. Okay. He, he kind of beckons to both of you. But when Dermot gets there, he puts a hand on your shoulder and kind of pulls you around a little bit and slaps your back. Oh, right on where the large gashes huh? might appear. Huh? Um, ah, yes. It seems, it seems you have been initiated into... And he leans down and he says, our... Uh, our Order of the Feather. Welcome aboard. Thank you. So you no doubt have proven yourself to my father. I assume you helped him in some way. We've retrieved uh, two of the gems that they need for the vineyard. Wonderful. Not to mention clearing the evil druids and twig blots out of the vineyard itself. Uh, murdering the bloody tree that produced blight things. Oh, don't don't forget the swamp hag now. Can't forget oh. the swamp hag. Oh, yes. We infiltrated the citadel of the nefarious swamp hag, killed her sentries, murdered her house, and stole the gem back from her. And when she came to chase us down, we also killed her. <laughs> this is very true. We didn't do these things. Bobbly Saga of the Village Kresk? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Excuse me, Beriz. Beriz. You did all that. And you did it all just to help my father? Well, yeah. You made a lot of money along the way. Let's let's not forget that. (laughs) Well, yeah, yeah. But um, there was adventure, too. Don't forget the adventure day. Can't, Can't rule that out. Yes, and helping your father was the right thing to do. Mm. Well. And I just love helping for the sake of doing the right thing. Yeah. Uh, Jericho, it seems you might be having some trouble with your transformation then. Uh, I'm going to be sick, I think. Big big slap on the back for Jericho. You're doing fine, you're doing oh, fine. I'm going to castrate you, you green buffoon. 
quiet down, fellas. I will say this: though my father and I, my and I are at odds many times, it does not mean I do not love him. And if you have helped him in such a way, not only have you helped him, you have also brought the shipping shipment of wine uh, to the blue to the blue water end. And I am forever in your debt for that as well. Uh, if if my father believes you are to be trusted, then you are to be trusted above all others in this in this wretched place. As he says that, a familiar face uh, walks into the bar room from the back. Um, just the face. And it is, yeah, it's just a face. Face and legs uh, and hands on the ears. No, it's Irina Koyana. She walks through and she says, Fellows, it has been, it seems like months, but I'm sure it's only been a few days since you dropped me off here. Hello. Oh, hey, princess. How you um? How you feeling? I'm feeling fine. I do not have any any troubles. I assume you're referring to our our meetup with Strahd on the way here. Well, well, yeah, but we we've seen him since then. He said he was headed this way. She leans towards you, towards you and says, "You have seen him again since we saw him on the road." Oh yeah. And he actually still helped alive. us out. He he was uh, he you. quite helpful, actually. What could you what do you what could you mean he helped you? Uh, oh, I mean, he, he's, a, he's a decent enough fellow, I suppose. No, he's not. <laughs> he is a terrible person. His followers apparently didn't live up to the correct amount of worship and uh, deference to him, and he slaughtered them like they were nothing. It was true. But to be fair, they did let me burn down a statue of him. Yeah, you, were, you were giving it a good go, though. I mean, they can't be blamed for not being able to stop that. Well, that is true. Well, then you just gave me a compliment, Molly. No, I was complimenting the fire. It was a good fire. You had nothing to do with that. It was a really good fire. Erwin speaks of it as well. Uh, that may be all I can say, thank you very much for helping my father. Irina, so far, has been fine here uh, under our watchful protection. Who knows how long that will last, Irina, but I, uh, we do have something that we would like to discuss with you, Irina and myself. Uh, but first, we must all attend the festival of the, of the blazing the blazing sky or whatever it is supposed to be that the Baron is putting on. It is sure to be a real sheet show. Uh, but we uh, are going to go and experience it lest we be thrown into stocks. Shall you join us? Well, wait now, now. We're, we're not from round here. I mean, why have we got to go to the sheet show? I'm sure there's going to be food. You think so? Uh, it's a fistful. You, you should not be so sure. Well, yeah, but there might be. I'm going <laughs> I'm, sorry. I'm sorry, I'm laughing at... I was just laughing at... Reginald. <laughs> I'm going to go check it. You know what? Yeah, I'm going to go check it out. I'm, I'm heading out the door. Okay. Um, Irina gathers her things and and heads out with Reginald. Irwin follows quickly behind uh, and beckons at the two of you to join him as well. I as well. I will heed his beckon. Okay. Thank you for heeding. Okay, so you guys go out of the tavern. He locks the door. Everything is shut up uh, hey. for the evening. 
I'm a lot closer to my mic now. Am I too loud? No, you sound good. Oh, okay, you're louder, but it is a good loud. Excellent. Ooh, that's very crisp. Yeah, you sound good. Cool. All right. So you guys head out to the city square um, and you you the experience the following. And at, while I'm describing this, if, any point, if at any point you decide you would like to say something or do something, let me know. Whenever I'm doing these descriptions, don't necessarily treat those as he has to get to the end of this because there's so, going to be some action as, involved. As you're going through your descriptions, just imagine Reginald is, is walking through this entire description, nose slightly up in the air as if he's trying to detect where might there be the food. Okay, gotcha. All right. Under threatening skies, a parade of unhappy children, you you find yourself standing in the city square uh, on the edges. There's an opening area. There's an opened area where the festival seems to be taking taking place. Uh, You guys are kind of standing in a crowd right now. Under threatening skies, a parade of unhappy children dressed as flowers trudges through the muddy streets. Leading the way for a group of sorry-looking men and women carrying a 10-foot diameter wicker ball. The burgomaster and his smiling wife, who holds a sad bouquet of wilting flowers, follow the procession on horseback. Um, Real quickly, I'm going to change the images here. I'm going to toss an image into the Discord of what the Baron of Velaki and his wife look like. Okay, so you guys can check that out at your leisure. They're not pretty people. (laughs) Um, Oops, wrong thing. That is harsh. Yeah, harsh looking folks. They got some cool dogs though. Um, Like Easter Island dogs. Follow. They're following the procession on horseback. As weary spectators watch from their stoops, the ball is borne to the town square. There it is hoisted and hung from a 15-foot-high wooden scaffold, and townsfolk take turns splashing it with oil. Um, Before the wicker sun can be set ablaze, the sky tears open in a sudden downpour. The burgomaster opens his mouth, and you hear him say, All will be well! Mm, Might want to back up from the mic. Yeah, that's a little bit, yeah. Jimcaster will take care of it, and I think Twitch... I have filters on Twitch to take care of it, too, so it's only going to hurt you guys. <laughs> that um, assures me. It really does. <laughs> um, he says, all would be well. Uh, he, he cries that out into the sky and towards all the people as he brandishes a sputtering torch and marches defiantly through the rain toward the wicker ball. This is a man who's trying to keep everybody happy. He's trying to keep everybody smiling. So he's not going to let a little rain stop this thing. So as his torch sputters in and out, barely clinging to life, he uh, marches defiantly through the rain towards the wicker ball, only to have his torch go out as he thrusts it into the sphere. So the oil-soaked wicker ball, despite all his efforts, remains unlit as his torch is rained out on its way to light it. A singular laugh erupts from the crowd, drawing the burgomaster's fiery gaze as well as gasps from the townsfolk. Yeah. Keith, I have a question. Yeah. 
Dermon Dermon has a desire uh, to slap Burgomaster righteously. Does this seem like something that his new nature would be opposed to? Uh, yes, he would be opposed to that. Mm. I don't because I I don't know where you you're plugging the righteous the righteous slap from. <laughs> <laughs> who, who is righteous? Me. Um, righteous yeah. slapping. So, in the in the past, let's say you've probably slapped some people before righteously. Yes. But this time, you think, I don't know. Doesn't feel right. Doesn't feel lawful. Doesn't feel particularly lawful to do that. But does Not it quite so righteous? Good? Does it feel good to do that? <laughs> That's the question. It must. It must be both. In this new, newly lawful good, it must be both. Um. So you see, you you can see the guard who laughed, who let slip the laugh. Um. But at this point, the other guards who are standing near this one guard can are visibly aghast at his ill-timed outburst. Um. And. As they they are aghast, they all step back from him, and the burgomaster cries out and he says, "Arrest this man! He is not happy enough for us today." Um, and the guards go to apprehend him. They apprehend this young man, this young guard, uh, and you guys. The whole festival kind of watches on, as unless you decide to not watch on, um, the festival. Yeah, do kind we of what compelled to aid? Not necessarily. Okay. I mean, we're not gonna. Uh, I don't know how hard, like, necessarily, completely hard and fast. We need to decide on every decision. Um, you know, sl- slapping a man for being kind of a douche is probably outside of something that you'd want to do. Uh, but. You guys can make decisions, and we'll decide whether you feel bad about it or not, but I'm not going to stop you from doing everything you want to do. Okay. Um, so you guys are free to act any time during this. Uh, the guards move towards this one guard who laughed. They apprehend him and push him towards the center of the square, where from a distance you can see that this guard is being bound at the ankles currently. Um, the burgomaster all the while looking on saying, yes, very well, bind him at the ankles. Hmm. Uh, and when he is bound at the ankles, the burgomaster hops on his horse and he looks out to the crowd and he says, let this be a lesson to all of you that if you do not smile, if you do not remain happy, this is what can occur. Wait, Uh, is, is the horse, is the, is the, is the, the shackles attached to the horse? They are currently being attached to the horse. Okay, I'm going to step in at this moment. <laughs> I'm going to step in at this particular instance. Oh boy. <laughs> and who's on the horse? Uh, the Burgomaster is currently on the horse. Oh, okay. boy. Okay. Here's what, here's, excuse me. Here's what I'm, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to... I'm going to... Uh, Oh, what am I gonna do? I'm gonna I'm gonna cast a good old guiding bolt upon this man. Oh bother. He's done he's done a do that I cannot allow to be done. That's a little ray of sunshine for you. 
It's literally a ray of sunshine coming straight up his butt. <laughs> All right. Well, when it comes to preparation for what happens next, I'll say I have little. <laughs> so we're about to start flying by what's called the seat of our pants. So give me just a hot second. Good old um, sunshine suppository. Ain't no sunshine in his behind. Because he uh, gets such sunshine in his behind. Jericho sees what's about to happen, correct? I can kind of tell this is about to go down. I'm, can I speak to da- uh, not Davian, uh, Irwin before this happens? As at, Almost in slow motion, yes, you may do so. Uh, Irwin, I think this is about to go really bad for a lot of people right now. You said we need to talk about what, what to do next regarding our... Uh, mission so we may need a place to meet do you have somewhere you know outside of town we should meet up and talk uh yes yes there there is a place we can meet outside of town it is van it is a uh, a tower west of here uh go he he frantically tells you um frantically frantically tells you go west out of town follow the old zvalich road until you get to a crossroads Make a right turn down the crossroads. After a while, through a journey through the forest, you will see a lake that is Lake Baratok, and there is an old dilapidated tower on the lake. I will meet you there should you not, should you have to leave the city. Excellent. Thank you very much. Now, enjoy the show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right, let's head over to our app. <laughs> lake <what? laughs> Let's head over to uh, Lake Baratok. B-A-R-A-T-O-K. Okay. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and call it that you guys didn't ex- that, like you guys didn't tell me we're taking inventory of like all the guards and stuff around. Uh, no. Deb didn't get a chance to mention that. So right now, can we're I gonna... stealth before things happen? Like hide in the crowd? Um, yeah, we got to roll initiative right now. You, um, I'm going to say he's, the Burgomaster is no doubt surprised, uh, by this occurring. There's a crowd of people. Gosh, we need to decide on what the crowd of people is going to deal with. They this is roll initiative. No, Zenas, I don't want you to think that I'm displeased. I'm pleased at this. <laughs> I'm, I'm big pleased at this. I'm glad. Um, so... We got a crowd of people all aware. If you guys are looking at at all app right now, you if you are you looking? I, am. I, don't know I see the, the big BMster. The BMster. That's what they call me back in the day. Um, because of the because of the volume of poops. <laughs> I gathered that. I, I kid. I kid. All right. So Jericho. So while initiative is occurring, Erwin, Erwin, in the fear that something may happen to Irina, he grabs her hand and begins to kind of whisk her away uh, elsewhere. They're moving backwards out of the crowd, so we're not really going to deal with them in the combat. The crowd is going to press in. They're, they're heading out. He's trying to get her out of harm's way. Uh, Reginald is, is still trying to find a food vendor in this crowd. <laughs> Just somebody who has something. 
possibly on a stick. I mean, it would yeah. would like some application of flame, something. Okay, so we're gonna just picture that Derman was over here, Jericho is over here, Reginald picking out some things. All right, everybody, let me uh, get into my notes and let's roll initiative. Twenty-two. That's a that's an eight. I'm kind of oblivious right now. Not as oblivious as the Burgomaster. <laughs> Ooh, that's probably a good thing, though. Yeah, probably a good thing. All right. Goodness. Wait, perception is wisdom? Yes. Good old wisdom. Okay. Um, Jericho, thank you everybody who's here watching, listening. Um, this is going to be some combat, so you know how combat typically goes. Uh, enjoy. I need to hear everybody's rolls real quick. 22. Eight. Oh, poop. That's under my keyboard. Poop. Keyboard of poop. That's a... Uh, hang on, let me find my modifier, but I think it's actually going to be a 22 as well. Yeah. Okay. Uh, 16 right. plus 6, 22. You guys, who had the higher flat roll? I had an 18. I had a 16. Right. Okay, so it looks like uh, Derman is going to be first on, or the first out of the two of you. Let me assure myself of who all is involved here. Hey, is uh, real quick, is V on the map the location of the meetup place he described? Um, is it uh, is it the only location near Lake Varatok? There's V and Z on one on each side of Lake Varatok or Varatok. Um, v V is what he's talking about. Okay. There's a path that goes right to it. Oh, baby, let me find, let me find how many guards, any guards are here, yeah. If it takes a while to count, just, I'm out. I'm, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not, not taking a while to count. <laughs> well, it's not about counting, it's just about making sure I don't give you something unfresh and unkosher, you know? You guys like the ASMR of turning pages, don't you? Love it. Who wouldn't? Page turn. <laughs> that sounded like a toot. No, that was a Ripley one. big old book. Ripley. Believe it or not. Yeah. He got it. I got it. <laughs> oh, no, there's a... Yeah, okay, all right, okay. There's... Yep, yeah, mm-hmm. I okay. left. All right. <laughs> Um, I, dug, I dug a hole right where I stood. So as you guys look around in combat, begin you you realize that Shiz is about to go down. You realize that there are there's a group of guards over here, and there's four there's four guards standing over there, and there's four guards standing. over here and there's four guards standing over here and there's four guards standing over here and there's four guards standing back here mm -hmm. they got a lot of friends they do 
And there's four guards standing <laughs> over here. Nope, there's five guards standing over there because or there's three guards standing over there because there's one little G guard all by himself right here G. in front of the Burgo Master. And good God almighty, how am I going to deal with all that? Uh, we're going to figure out here in just a second. Two, three, four, five. The guards are, of course, going to move and operate as groups of six, or groups of four, excuse me. There will be six groups of four guards. I'm going to roll initiative for each group of guards here um, because I'm going to go ahead and go out on a limb go out on a limb and say this old Virgo master ain't long for the world. Uh, He's going out happy. He's going to try his best. Okay, let me roll up. Oh, gosh, guards, what you guys going to do? So they're all going to be surprised, by the way. Oh, yeah, baby. Yeah. Everybody be surprised so you guys are going to act first no, without a doubt but it'll affect our order later on well no it's surprise is just it's the normal order but they don't take a turn right that's what i'm saying is yeah you guys are going to have your actions first i'm saying the way i'm rolling is going to affect the order after you guys act but i'm with you All right. So luckily you guys are pretty big level boys. <laughs> um, but let's do some ordering. It will be this and then Dermal, Sherico, Do, do, do. You guys go ahead. Why don't you guys tell a little ditty? <laughs> tell, tell, weave, weave us a tale from the past. Tale from the past. Wow. Uh, well, that was cleverly woven right there. I could weave the fact that I'm running low on ammo and the whole point of me wanting to come back to town was to get more. <laughs> uh -oh. Perhaps I I, some of these guards might have some on their person. Oh, they might. If they got crossbows. <clears throat> they might. Um, Otherwise, I think I only got one for each of them. <laughs> Sometimes that's all you need. Hey, I have I have one spear. I have one spear. I presently okay, have boys. 24... Yes, 24 crossbow bolts. Dang. The time is nigh for combat to begin. Dermot, roll what you will do. What I will do is I will... Uh, uh, <coughs> a flash of light streak short the creature of your choice within range. Make a ranged spell attack against the target. On a hit, that target is... Uh, we'll deal with that later. Uh, with a 19... What? Said, roll it up. Will a nineteen hit him? A nineteen will most certainly hit this young young man. <laughs> yeah, poor fellow. <laughs> oh man! Well, I right. never had a chance. That's a six. That's nine. 
That's 11. That's 15 uh, old radiant damage right up Main Street. Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> right up Main Street. Well, what's at the end of Main Street is his crispy death. He's dead. Um, <laughs> yeah, you fry the crap out of this burger master. He doesn't have a chance to smile. No, he does. Wow. You, as you send out a blast of radiant damage from your hand, uh, he turns and it just encases his face with radiant flame. As his teeth or his smile is just melted into a perpetual smile as he falls off the back of his horse and hits the ground. The horse that he's sitting on immediately is spooked and bolts into the crowd, which is anything that's near red, you know, anything on the outside of this red circle. Uh, all the guards are now alerted to your what's going on. Um, the guard who's laying shackled on the ground is seems pretty pleased that you would do such a thing. Uh, and the crowd honestly doesn't really know what to do with this information. At first, there might be... They might have snickered or something, but at this point they're screaming and everybody's running in a different direction. And the, uh, well, no, you guys shouldn't be. So we'll say Dermon just stepped out of the crowd to make that fire, but the other, y'all, you guys are still in the crowd. Yeah, I don't think the guards would know that they're with me. Yeah, they're not. They don't. They just, they just see, they just see you. So the guards are, are heavily focused right now on Dermon. Were you going to allow that, uh, hide before everything started yeah that's fine you you can have advantage too you're in a crowd right now yeah dang it uh 26 uh yeah you're you're quite invisible to Where all these people go? just barely make it so reginald is very focused on food at the moment kind of unaware about what's going on and suddenly all this starts going down and just the, the the smell of the of the cooking cooking dude flesh and things like that just the very first kernel of a burger is born in the back of Reginald's mind. Okay. This could be the first instance in the world of somebody thinking maybe grilled meat. May, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But burger. Oh, all right. Master. This is an interesting quest you're producing. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a fan. <laughs> Um, all right, so the Burgomaster is straight up dead. You, like, fried him. He's dead. Um, at this point, it is Jericho's turn. Wait. Oh, go ahead. Wait. Wait a second. I'm not going to move. I'm just going to stand there. Well, I did not intend for that to happen. But here we are. Yeah, at this point, the crowd is shrieking... And the guards are, like, shouting towards you, Apprehend that man! Uh, as well as some of them are how, rushing towards the Burgomaster as well. How far away are they from me? Um, we're going to call each square ten feet. So... I'm going to run. <laughs> okay. <laughs> is there, but is there, are there buildings nearby? Yes, I assume. You guys are in the square, so let's say every everything that's within this square is the village square. Everything that's within our black square is the square. So if you make it out of that, you can get into some 
buildings and stuff. Okay, I got 80 feet of movement. I'm gonna run to the closest, Wait, closest building. Okay. Run, I'm gonna climb it. I'm not, I'm not I'm just gonna, I'm gonna climb up to the roof of it. Wait, hold up. This is gonna be difficult terrain getting through all this stuff. Alright, man, that's fine. So can, I, we'll can I see him, like, whipping his head around looking for an escape route and call out to him? Um, are you, are you revealing that, what, that's what you're going to do that way, uh, Dermon? Do you, are you looking around, or are you? I just, it, it looks on the, based on the map, uh, I don't know if that's just your drawing or whatever, but it looks like there's only, like, 40 feet of people behind me, so that was my plan, just turn straight around and run, run back that ways. Okay, well, if it looks like you're going to come that way, then that'll work for me. Yeah, so it looks like one, two, three, four. I know there's no red down there, but there's gonna there's crowd all the way to the black. Okay. So it looks like five, five's worth, so that's five squares of difficult terrain, which would mean you'd only get 40 feet, right? Uh, no. Do it's... you have something for difficult terrain? No, uh, difficult terrain is double, so I would I would only make. Yeah, sure. Yep. Yeah, because you had eighty and then down to forty, so yeah. Yeah. Okay, yep. All right. Yeah. So you make it one, two, three, four, all the way down there. But on the way past Jericho, you want to say something to him? Uh, me say it to him. That's what you were asking earlier, I thought. Oh, yeah, but if he's running past, then I'm just going to end up following him rather than calling out to him. I thought he was about to just run off in a random direction. Okay, cool. All right, Jericho, it is your turn now. Cool. Uh, Reginald, uh, let's follow Demon. He, we need to try and stick together. And I'm going to cast a Pass Without Trace on us. Okay. Ooh. As long as we are in a group of like a 60 foot diameter circle. We have a plus 10 bonus to stealth checks and can't be tracked. Okay. Yeah. I missed that one. That's a good one. Nice. Yeah. All right. So I'm going to do that and then dash towards Dermon. Yeah. I'm following behind. Why did he go and do something like that? Go have you. Your turn may not come for quite some time. <laughs> Well, actually, I guess if with the surprise, it will come immediately after. So how far can you go, Jericho? Uh, I can go, I can actually do 80 just like he can on my first turn because I get plus 10 speed on my first turn and I can dash as a bonus action. But I'm going to try and stick with Reginald. So I'm just going to kind of jog off and wait on him to catch up. Okay, so Reginald, how far can you go? Uh, I can make, I can make 60 if I dash. Okay, so one, two, three. You guys end up 10 feet behind, 10 feet behind old Derman, making your way out of the crowd, kind of following the the swath that he is currently cutting through the crowd. Did Um, we in fact pass without a trace? You did, you did not pass without, well, I guess you did pass without a trace somewhat. Um... But that being the case, the there's a four pack of guards that are going to dash pew into the crowd behind you. Um, this guard is going to writhe around on the ground with his 
with his uh, or the the guard that was trapped with his ankles is going to writhe around on the ground with his ankles con- still trapped. Um, the group of guards on the guard number one are also going to dash towards you to try to pick you up. Um, before, let me see. Hold on. Guards, 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 guards. They are going to, one of the guards, or the guards from the uh, group of four guards here are going to do it their best. Be, what? It should be mine and Derman's turn again before they start doing anything. Uh, no, so you guys got to, you don't get a full round before they go, so in the, in the order, um, after Reginald, I'm only doing what's happened after Reginald before I get back to you guys. Okay. So you guys got to act before everybody, but once your turns were done, I'm jumping into the initiative order where they were at. Okay. Guess that works, yeah. That'll do. I think that makes sense. Sure, that'll work. So the guards, the group of four guards are going to yell, Get down! As they all hurl a spear over towards you with disadvantage because there's a crowd. Um, Let me roll that. Will a... So they're all going to, I guess, target one of you. So I'll start with Derman, since you're the one who attacked. Well, I guess they're all throwing at Derman because they don't really know anybody else. Okay, they're all throwing at Derman right now. They can barely see his head over the crowd. They ask everybody to get down. Will a 12 hit, Derman? No. Will a 15 hit? Yes. Ah. Will a 10 hit? No. You get hit by one spear as you're running away from the crowd. The spear will deal you two damage. It barely glances by your leg as it clangs off the cobble the cobblestone, um, but it definitely does singe you as it comes on by. Zing. Uh, the guards on the. The four guards in the G1 area there, those four guards are going to run towards you calling out, Somebody stop those men! Um, But they're not going to be able to sling a spear that far. It is now Derman's turn again. Nice. Um... I'm just I'm just gonna I'm just gonna dash for the, the nearest place of highness. Alright, so you make it out of the crowd, you find yourself gosh, now I gotta look at the map of Velaki to figure out what this place looks like. Kinda. Do we have a map of Velaki somewhere? Mm, maybe. I don't know if I provided you one. Um, at this point, you are you are heading directly north. I know you're traveling down off this area we've we've drawn, but you're headed directly north 
Um, there are a good dozen buildings kind of at catty cornered areas crossing probably a hundred yards worth of, you know, surface area of, uh, area of the, the city. There's probably a dozen buildings, catty corner, different sizes, um, you know, one or two story buildings as you head back this way. But you can tell there's about a hundred yards between you and the old Svalich road, the, the main road that goes east to west through the city. And you know that northwest of you is the Blue Water Inn. But you got you head into these buildings and you immediately want to crawl up one. Yep. All right. So you immediately find yourself. You hit this first. There's a let's say there's a building over here, and you climb up to the top of it uh, using I assume your dash and everything. Yep. All right. So you arrive at the top of a building. Um, somewhat revealing yourself to those people who are chasing you a little bit, but also being very far away from them. It is now Jericho's turn. All right, Reginald. Uh, it looks like he's taking the high ground. We can't quite climb as fast as he can, so let's just make for the exit on the west side of town. Right. I think you might be on to something there. I think they're pretty distracted by him, so let's uh, sneak a bit if we can. We proceed to sneak. Okay. Jericho, you may roll. Reginald, you may not yet roll. Do I still have advantage? It doesn't um, matter. It doesn't matter. I have got, plus 10. Got that, plus 10. I literally can only roll 20 or crit fail. So right now I'm at a 34. Yeah, you, of course, are passing without a trace. Okay. While you move. <laughs> And I'm just going to run and dash as necessary to stay in line with uh, Reginald. Okay. Um, so I'm assuming if Reginald's going to do the same thing, you both will probably end up right outside of the crowd. This next turn will bring you out of the crowd. Um, so I guess we'll, we'll kind of store your movement until Reginald decides to move. Um so far, you guys have not really been in, identified as the culprits, as belonging with Derman, but people are growing suspicious over the last couple of seconds that you guys are the only guys who look different from everyone else. Um, these guys, the G5 guards, are going to move to the Burgomaster. Uh, not certain whether he is dead yet or not. Um... The G2s are going to sprint towards you to try to chase you down. The batch of G3s are going to try to sprint towards the edge here. Uh, the Knowing that they can't chunk a, chuck a spear that far, they're just kind of grimacing at Dermot as he stands atop the building. Um, and then the G6s are also going to move to the Burgomaster to try to help him with first aid or whatever they think they might be able to do. Reginald, it's now your turn. How fast, or roll your stealth first of all. I'm sure you will succeed. And then... Stealthiness is a 15. Oh, actually. Um, well, I've still got pass without trace, so I'm not sure what that adds. 10. 10. So 25? Yes, yeah, so, yes, you definitely are passing without a trace now. Oh, <laughs> I thought you might roll 5. Um, so how far can you move? Again, um, another. Yeah, if I'm if I'm dashing, I can do sixty feet. So, I'll say you guys make it right outside the crowd. 
You're now outside the crowd. You can see Dermot on top of a building. You recognize that you're 100 yards away from the main road, um, probably three times that from the from the Blue Water Inn, which is to your northwest, but you know your bearings. You know um, kind of where you're at in the city right now. Reginald, if we, if we get separated, uh, just make it out of the gate, out of town, head across the bridge, and as soon as you get across, immediately make a right. Take that path up until you get to the lake. There should be a tower right by the lake. Right. Out of town, make a right, fall it to the tower. Got it. That's it. And I'm good. And we keep on, and we keep on keeping on. I guess that, that's the main thing is like, we're just trying to get out of this situation, right? Uh, That's going to be a whatever you guys are deciding. All right. Well, that's that's my move because I've already dashed to get out of the crowd. So that's uh, that's what we got. I heard a mighty sip. Yeah, sorry. I think my sips echo through the new mug. It's like drinking. It's like turning up in a planet and drinking out of a cave. <laughs> it's, that's what it feels like. Um, you mean a dungeon? Yeah, it's like drink, drinking Ooh. out of a dungeon. All right, the G4s, they're moving through the crowd. They're going to dash. They're going to be able to make it about halfway through this crowd. Um, this time they are going to they're going to hurl another couple spears up there at you. Old Dermon, see what they can handle. Try to see if they can't knock this kitty out of his tree. If they dashed, they had to use their action to dash. Oh, you're right, they did dash. They can't throw a spear, you fools. Silly guards. They're sprint. They're trying to do their best to get through this crowd. Um, they can't throw any spears. Good call. And it is now the guard's turn on the ground. He is going to make an attempt at a thing. He is going to fail. Um, and it is now the G1 spot. They are sprinting out of the crowd this way, doing a little dash action. At this point, you're hearing the sound of bells um, to your east, west, north, and south. You're hearing the sound of bells, um, you know, ringing, call it, dong, 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 alarm bells. Obviously, what you have done has alerted the town. It is now I'm going to parkour my way off this roof, am I right, guys? <laughs> um is are there are there any adjacent roofs leading leading away from the center of the town? Um, this is, it's not going to be a, a rooftop path to the to the edge of town. These buildings are pretty far apart. Dang. Um, they're kind of sparsely laid out there. It's not necessarily Manhattan, but it's not necessarily you know just straw huts. So, I mean. I don't know if I'll be able to map out every building for you to jump across, but there are enough buildings for you to maybe, um, if you're careful, jump across and make it another 50, 60 yards to get kind of to the city center of this patch of buildings. Uh, well, that's fine. Speaking of mapping out, I did find a Velaki map. Okay, toss it on there. Uh, it has been tossed. Okay. Um, you guys were hanging out in the area N8. You're currently traveling directly north of N8 on that map. Cool. 
Um, I want to run to the other side of the building and then roll up some stealth to... I don't want to hide. I want to keep moving, but I want to switch over to stealthily. So, like, once I break line of sight, that's when I want to do it. Okay, so you run to the other side of the building, and you roll for stealth. Yeah, give me uh, one second. Roll that stealthy footage. So while he's rolling, guys, I my headphones just flashed low battery, which means 10% battery left. Mm-hmm. I charged them up on July 2nd. Good gravy. I am satisfied with these headphones. I would call that satisfactory, without a doubt. Yeah. Hey, that's, that's going to it. In the original description, you said Velaki really only has like a palisade around it, right? It's not like a literal stone wall or anything? Correct. It is, yeah, palisade, vertical loggies. Okay. I got a uh, 15 for stealth. You successfully stealth. Oh, did I mention the the Baron's wife was out there too, screaming bloody murder that you murdered her husband? I should have mentioned that because yeah, they were together. That's fine. I assume she was somewhere. It's all good. <laughs> you mentioned she was nearby. Yeah. You murdered her husband right in front of her. She's screaming bloody murder. She's yeah, upset. That makes sense. She'll be all right. Yeah, I'm sure she'll cope somehow. It'll be okay. Uh, Jericho sure. feels bad about it. <laughs> Inexplicably. <laughs> Everything is inexplicable anymore. All right, what's that stealth roll, Daddy? Uh, was it fifteen? Oh yeah. So you no, sorry, you successfully stealth. Is there anything else you can do? Sorry, I thought I was waiting on you. Uh, nope. That's I assume stealth is my action, so I'm just running, keeping on moving as my turns come. All right, the Jericho. Uh, where where are we on the map? Are we getting close to the crossroads, the old Svalich Road? Um, you got about a hundred yards to go before you get up there to the actual road. You're you're like right underneath the N8 on the map. Okay. Uh, Reginald, do you do you think it's worth it to try and get out the gate, or do you think they're going to have it closed down with the alarms going off? There's no telling, but uh, I don't think there's any other way to go but the gate. Well, they don't really have uh, much in the way of a wall around this place. We could try to climb over, or heck, it's just a bunch of logs. You could cut one down like it's a tree. Yeah, We could squeeze um, out through the wall. I'm pulling out my, my great axe. It would be my pleasure. <laughs> Excellent. Oh, well, then let's just pass straight through the main road and all the way up until we get to the uh, back portion of the town. It's a little bit less populated. Lead the way, my friend. Lead the way. I'm a sprinto dasho straight up o to the wall. All right, you do that. Um, let's say at this point, you guys are continually trying to find my image you guys are continually sprinting and dashing um barring you slowing down or anything the guards that are behind you i think are going to be pretty unable to catch you especially when you pass without a trace out of the crowd jericho and reginald you are now out of combat um but we're gonna i'm gonna try to have to uh 
you know, at least try to judge what happens on a time-to-time basis until Dermon soon also gets out of combat. Um, so, all those guys, G5, let's see. I'm going to need to signal to Dermon at some point. We, we're, we're, st- we're still in eye contact with him on the roof, right? Yeah, so what, ha- what you just saw, what's your, well, I guess, what's your passive perception, dude? I guess we got to do- deal with that. Uh, what's your passive perception and what's Reginald's passive perception? Dermon might have straight up hid from you too. What I don't think passive I did. perception. It's uh, eight plus your perception modifier. So like you basically just uh, whatever it is for perception that you'd add to a, a roll, you just add that to eight and then there you go. Or no, you add that to 10, my bad. Yeah, I got a 13 on that one. I got an 18. All right, so Jericho, you still got eyes on German, but um, Reginald, you do not. German Derman is about probably twenty feet ahead of you. There's a there's a building ahead of you to your right. Derman just like was able to he concealed himself and very stealthily and silently dropped down the side of that. Did you leave the side of the building, or you're still up there? He's still up there, I think. Yeah, I'm, I don't. I don't imagine I had any more movement. I mean, I had uh, 40 feet when I started, so however far that gets me from one side of the building to the other. Dermon is currently very low, uh, looking like he might be about to climb down the side of a building about 20, 30, 50 feet ahead of you, something, you know, some distance down this building that's to your right as you guys enter into these uh, relatively close cluster of buildings. You can see him doing this, Jericho. But you can tell that he is concealing himself. Uh, is there like a is there a way we can roll for luck to meet eyes that I can kind of signal to him? Or do I have to shout at him? I've got a passive perception of 25. Okay. No, never mind. My I rolled a 34. Four? God. For stealth. Uh, for stealth originally. But I guess I can kind of... That gives me some room to wave at him. May I, yeah. may I toss words into the into the conversation salad? What's that? Well, hey, what, wait, where's Durbin at? What, what in y'all uh, practicing the... Uh, what was y'all talking about? The secret you know, signals and whatnot. Shouldn't that come in handy in a tight spot like this? That's a written language, isn't it? No, it's... I'm going to allow you to call to him with Thieves Can. That sounds cool. Because I was planning on doing that, but I looked at it and it's. I thought it was just written. No, it's it's like hand signals and and you... I th- let me let me pull up the description of it real quick. Dang it, Josh. What if you just, what if you just accidentally let out... That's what I've been for since I've been trying to um, get his attention. <laughs> during the <laughs> You learn Thieves Can't, a secret mix of dialect, jargon, and code that allows you to hide messages in seemingly normal conversation. Um, it takes like three times longer to explain anything. Four, it takes four times longer, but you, you also understand a set of secret signs and symbols used to convey short, simple messages. Um, so that that's the, the marks, like the, the marks on Thieves things, but... Yeah, so I mean, I guess you could just make like a noise that I'd recognize. I'm yeah. a, I'm a whistle at him like a bird call that people aren't listening for, but he knows like a, it's, it's not a real bird. Huh? 
like a raven uh, call. A raven call is like. Caw, 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 caw. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you call out to Dermon. He definitely hears. He definitely hears this th- this message that you taught him. Cool. Uh, I'm gonna like kind of hand sign to him. Northwest wall. I hand signed back that I understood. Cool. All right. Um, Dermon, if if your goal is to continue moving the way you're moving, I don't see any way that these guards are catching up, at least not these specific ones. So I'm going to say you're out of combat as well. I'm, I'm ahead to the northwest wall area. Okay, so you guys continue sprinting through the town. Um, do you guys you guys make it through this area of of buildings, um, and you approach the road, which is quite wide and quite open. Um, you have approached the road, but you have not made it out into the road. I again have a full bladder. You guys go ahead and discuss your plans while I go empty it. I completely apologize. Keith has an impressively tiny bladder. I I just drink a lot. Drink a lot of water. I've chugged like a quarter gallon of Diet Arizona green tea. Yeah, you're going to be feeling that. Yeah. Y'all might want to have y'all's conversation. If Keith's going to pee anyway, I might as well do the same. Because it is working its wicked ways on my bladder. Work it. So, all right. Quick recap. Because there's a bunch of movement going on. Are we meeting upon the road? Or have we met at a wall? Are you at a different wall than where we are? I'm a little confused here. Dermon? And now I'm here no, by myself, I'm, talking to myself. Oh, there you are. Hey. Yeah. Uh, what's going, what was the question? I'm sorry. Uh, it was just one of those metaphysical kind of things. Like, uh, uh, do we do we meet upon a road, or have we actually like have, have you gone towards one section of wall and we have gone towards another section of wall? There's just a lot of movement going on, and I'm wondering where are we? Well, if I can see you guys, then I'm probably just going to head straight there with you guys. Cry, that'll work. But yeah, I mean that just makes it easy. But role play and everything. But we have not yet escaped the Palisade. That's true. Okay. What did I miss? Sorry. Just trying to figure our location in the in the grand scheme of things. Have okay. We, you said something about a road. A lot of we just passed this Follett Road? Or? Didn't pass it. I'm saying that you, if you look at that N8, you see that kind of triangle, the two roads that are underneath N8, and then the one road, thick road that's above it? You are you have approached that road, as if because you're going to have to cross it no matter where your no matter what your deal is. You have approached that road. The it main pretty, road. The main road, the main east to west road. You have you have approached it, and I am allowing you the opportunity to investigate that road. Be that it is wide, and open, and well well watched, uh, and to see what you see. Okay. Or deal with it however you wish to deal with it. Oh, I would like to investigate. Is it crowded or anything? That's a 11. Um, there are people running around all over it. 
so many people running around like you know there are people passing back and forth they're they're freaking out people are screaming the crowd has dispersed many of them have ended up on the road uh worried about where they where is safe there's someone attacking the village uh where, where, what's the safe place to be so they've wound up on the road many of them are, are approaching some of the guards that are around if you see you you feel like you might see some guards out there but you're not sure with a roll of 11 um, it looks like a fairly dangerous spot, but also you're not pulling a ton of exceptionally useful information, except there are some people out there and the town's freaking out. Okay. Uh, does it look like I could stealth through that crowd? Yeah, it looks like you could kind of Assassin's Creed through it. All right, cool. Uh, I'll let the other fellow. I'm probably not going to make that happen. <laughs> go you still got a plus 10. It lasts an hour. Oh, yeah, I do. Okay, yeah. I might be able to tiptoe through that. What a spell, dude. This spell might just tidy up this whole town's worth of yep. tumult that we created. Hopefully. Oh, I, I love Pass Without Trace. I, I miss my druid something fierce. We'll return to it. Yeah. Uh, you ready, Reginald? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah we yeah, we trying to catch back up with Dermot. Oh, we just trying to get out of this mess. Uh, I signaled to him. He knows to meet us at the wall. We'll get. Oh, good, good. We'll meet up eventually. All right, let's head for the wall then. Oh my! That is a eight plus nothing, so it's an eighteen. Yeah, I got a twenty-two. All right, you're both ex- exceptionally stealth. You are you are able to uh, now continue. Understand that's plus 10 from Pass Without Trace and a plus 10 modifier. Good lord. I you rolled watched two. <laughs> wow. Whew. Man. Um, still, Pass Without Trace, thank you very much. Uh, you, you, were able, you were able to pass again without a trace. You're able to Assassin's Creed your, your way right across that road with no one the wiser, um, despite looking different than everyone else. Uh, both of you are able to kind of Wisp your way through there across the road. Sweet, Dermon. What are what what do you do as you approach the road? Um, <clears throat> what what's near the road? Like, are there trees and woods on on the sides of the road? No. So if you look at that map, there's not like a. It's just buildings in here now. So you're still in. You're obviously still in the city. Oh, um, yeah. I would I would like to stealth as much as possible to get out of here. Yeah, roll another stealth. See if you can get across. See if you can conceal your tabaxiness to get across this uh, road where everybody is freaking. I got a twelve. A twelve. A twelve. You say. Uh, meets it. Beats it. That sounds like plan to me. Um, you make it. You make it right across. Cool. Um, there are some people who seem to be a little suspicious, but not long enough to bother you. Nice. Excellent. Um, and then I'm just trying to just go to the meeting place and. Okay. Let's roll. Or let me roll a few things here. That was a meaty roll. Don't you know it? My. Good God. All right. So. As you guys approach the northwest wall, 
I roll. I was rolling to see what's happening with the guards in the uh, in the city. I rolled to see if any of these different roaming guards after the bells have been ringing. You would think that maybe there are more guards than you saw in the city. Maybe not. Uh, but they're revealing some DM information. There were more guards in the city. So I was rolling to see if any of them might cross your path. So you guys make it to that open field. I don't know if you uh, can see that on the map. Um, everybody who's watching, uh, if I don't know how closely you're looking at the map, but if the city is a triangle, the northwest side, there seems to be a little bit of open field. Do you guys see that? Mm. Before the palisade or after? Before the palisade. Um, I'm, I'm not going to okay. let you get through that wall without telling me what you chop on it. So you guys, as you pass through the palace, not passing the palace, as you pass through that field, there's not a whole lot of cover. So it just so happens, sadly, that there is a batch of guards passing through that field looking for you. And I'm assuming at this point you guys are in that field, so you've kind of probably pretty much met up at this point. So there's a pack of four guards that sees you and wants to roll initiative against you, standing between you and the outer wall that you hold so dear. These things do happen. These things These do. Things do happen. So roll a little initiative for me, guys. Looks like Let's a seventeen. See how quickly we can deal with these boys. Unnatural twenty. I got a twenty one. Okay. I gotta say, though, for there to be a town full of guards and you to murder the king of it, I think you guys have done quite well. <laughs> Burger. Burger, thank you very much. Yeah. Not uh, intended, but still pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> didn't expect him to be so squishy. <laughs> Honestly, I didn't. I thought it was going to be like... I shoot him, and then I say, hey, don't be a dick, and then, you know, we all laugh about it, but no, he's... <laughs> he had yeah. to go and die on us. Yeah, he had to go and die. So selfish. God, I mean, can you even? Okay. Boop, 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 boop. They don't make burgers like they used to. They don't. No burger masters anymore. All right, Josh. I am now am just now understanding your joke about the hamburger earlier. Good, good joke. Really, really. <laughs> Took me I that was, long. I was kind of pointing it out because I didn't think you caught it. I was like, "Oh, I get it, Burgo Burger." I didn't even hear you say that. I'm sorry. I'm I was idiot. actively looking for food, and then I smell like, what is Bur- that? Burger, Burger oh, Master. It's the I, burger. Yeah. As you were really? leaving the bathroom the first time, I said the Burger Master Burger Special. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm a failure. All right. It is going to be one of the guards' turns. So, gosh, I got to erase all this foolishness. Oh. Was that the erasing noise? Yeah. Oh. All right, just for the sake of... Part of our world has been destroyed. All right, there are four guards in front of you, and there are four, and there are the three of you. 
You guys are approaching the guards. You're 30 feet away from each other. This is just a straight-up Mexican standoff, and it's time to start fighting, and I don't want to draw anymore. So, <laughs> so one, of the guards, yeah, one of the guards heads towards you there between you and the uh, – between you and the wall, 30 feet. Um, I'm picturing Reginald is on the left, Dermot is in the middle, and Jack or Jericho is on the right. One of the guards sprints towards Dermot, knowing who it who it, who he is. He sprints towards Dermot and attacks him with his spear, uh, and he is going to uh, roll to hit. Will a 24 hit? 23 hit? 23 hit? 22 hit. Well, 22 hit. That's the math. With disadvantage. Oh, because of your shield. All right. Yep. I'm a shield boy. And we're all standing together, so. Well, a 21 hit. Dang it. (laughs) (laughs) Hit who? You know what? I tried, fellas. I really tried. Shooting for Dermon right now. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, that'll that'll do me. That'll do me. me. You will take seven damage to a from a spear to the belly. Stab me good. Stab me it's him. He's the uh, one who killed the Burgomaster. Oh, no, we don't know that for sure. <laughs> As he twists yeah. the knight. Oh, yeah. I rolled seven. <laughs> I don't. I'm just kidding. No. Okay. Um, it's on my turn. Alright. It is now Jericho's turn. Ooh-wee. Uh, how close are we to that wall? Are they like between us and the wall, or you and the wall? The wall's still a good, still a good hundred feet off. You said they are between us and the wall. They're between you and the wall. Okay. Um, in that case, I'm gonna put an ensnaring strike on one of my crossbows. Okay. And then I'm a. No, I'm not going to do that. How close are they? 30 feet. Okay. Yeah. I'm a dash towards them. No, not dash. Just run because it's okay. 30 feet. And I'm a swing with my sword. Swing it. That's a 18 to hit. That'll hit. Or no, 19 hit, but I assume it still, yeah. 18 hit, and 19 will as well. Crap. So that's a... 7 plus... four is 11. That'll do it. You slice him, you chop him down. You go past the one that's stabbing your buddy, head out to one of the other the other guards, the one on the far right. You slash him one good time. You slash him across his belly, and you spill his intestines all over the field. And he claws at you as he falls to the ground. I'm sure I feel some kind of way about that. I was planning to just incapacitate them <laughs> when they got closer to their uh, expiration date. He was two weeks to retirement. (laughs) Seeing that, I'm going to switch my blade around so that I'm just using the back side. 
and okay. clobber the next guy. All right. I Killed get this boy. I get an extra attack at level five, but I also have an extra attack for being a gloomstalker. I get one free attack on my first attack during combat. Okay. So I'm going to swing at this guy. Oh, wait. Rolled a hit. That's a... Yeah, I rolled a 19. That'll do. That's a five damage, and I have sneak attack damage. Well, if we're using the hilt, we're going to have to modify the damage. We'll go ahead and roll it. Okay, that's. Hang on, it's been a while since I played this. You can make two attacks. 1d8 extra damage on your turn. Let's that's, see it. That's 14 total. 14 total damage. I think I'm going to say if you're going to only hit him with the hilt, you still hit pretty hard, so we'll call it half damage if you're hitting with the hilt of your sword. Okay. So that'll be 7 damage on guard number 2, the one directly to the left of... Uh, directly to the left of the one you just murdered. Um, guard number two is going to take uh, you're going to take seven damage. Okay. Is that enough? That is not enough to kill him or knock him out. He's, right. He is dazed and confused and after he's taken a hilt to the vase. Okay. I'm going to use my extra attack then. That's a 10 to hit. 10 will not hit. Booby. Okay. Uh, I will use the last 10 feet of my movement to disengage as a bonus action. All right. You disengage. Cool. Um, it is now Dermon's turn. Um, who Who is the guard who struck at me with the spear as he did? No, he he yet lives. I'll strike it at him with a can cantrip. Okay. Strike it. Uh, uh, he must succeed on a dexterity saving throw. Okay. Ooh, nice dexterity saving throw. Will a seventeen do it? Yeah. What'd you do to it? Yeah. Uh, sacred flame. So flame-like radiance descends from the heaven. Okay. You tried to bring some flame down on him, but he was able to dodge out the way. He's ready. He wants to defend that berg. Um, anything else? Um, nay. Reginald? Yeah? Your friend has just been stabbed directly to your right. There's a guard within your range. What will you do? I will return the stabbing action. All right. With what? Your spear? I'm going in with the, the great axe, because remember, I did uh, yeah. that one earlier. So, nice. Uh, it is a 17 plus 8 to hit. That, that, has a will, definitely hit. that will definitely do it. And it's uh, not bad on the damage. It's an 8 damage. 
Eight damage. Nice. You you cut the guy right in his shoulder with the blade, but it's not quite enough to do him in, but he is looking extremely worse for the wear. Blood pouring out of his shoulder and neck. But will the second attack strike? 17? Yes, that will do it. Cool. Um, that is a 12 damage. Okay. How would you like this person to die? <laughs> uh, quickly. Like, I'm not, there is no malice here. I just, I acknowledge that a friend of mine has been attacked and I'm just trying to end this. All right. So you slice him once in the shoulder and then you say, oh, I believe that was off target. And then you slash him through his <laughs> neck and through his head. Uh, and the guard flops headless to the ground. A connoisseur of combat. <laughs> All right. Is there are there other enemies? Yes, there are two other guards. Uh, they stand thirty feet away from you currently. Uh, one of them has just been bonked on the head by Jericho. Okay. Well, in in that case, I'm just gonna grab the the spear off my back and chuck it towards one of the the dudes. Okay. I guess the one who hasn't been hit yet. It's a God, it's a 28. That will, without a doubt, make its mark. <laughs> and 13 damage? You hurl the spear directly through the heart of one of the guards. It takes, when you pull the spear, when you go to pull the spear out of the ground behind him later on, uh, it's got a piece of his breastplate stuck into the end of the spear <laughs> and the heart jammed down onto the end of it. I, I want to say towards towards Dermot, because Dermot's the only one near me, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think it might be time to get out of here. <laughs> yes, I agree. I think we should finish this up as quickly as possible. Uh, did you see that fella get roasted back there? No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, and with a puzzled expression, I end my turn. All right. Guard number two drops his spear, and he shouts, The Burgomaster wasn't worth dying for! And he tosses his spear behind him, and he sprints past all of you back towards town, if you allow it. Truly a wise man. I will allow it. It's up to Dermon. This is his, uh, his battle, more or less. Dermon? We've I'm here. Our I'm alive. Did he fall asleep? Did you? Uh, where'd you? Where'd you cut out? Um, I don't know. Is it my turn? What's going on? <laughs> uh, Last dude, cut and run. There's a yeah. there's a lot of stuff. There's one guy left, and he's he ran away in surrender. And I just asked if only if you guys allow him to. Everybody else, let him run past. That's fine. Yeah, he can. That's okay. Okay. He's good. He's all right. So you guys now, the only thing between you and the wall are three dead bodies. I'm. We. I leave. <laughs> are there any crossbow yeah, bolts three dead scattered bodies. around the ground that I can pick up? You what? Are there any crossbow bolts scattered amongst the ground that I can pick up? Yeah, let's say there's there, let's say through the through the city you found about four crossbow bolts. Sweet. Okay, I'm gonna run to the wall. Uh, Reginald, do you think you can uh, 
make us a way out? I don't think that'll be too much a problem. I want to start hacking at the wall. All right, roll me a strength check. Now, here's the question. It is a it is a wooden wall, and the axe that I got from the thing does damage against extra damage against plants or plant creatures, but it's not a plant creature. Yeah, I'm taking that into account. Okay, so just a straight up strength. Yeah, I mean like a strength. Yeah, put your strength modifier on there. Okay. Uh, oh, so all right, so it's not just a strength check. Okay, so it's a twenty twenty one. Nice. You have forced successfully hit the wall, and just big old inordinate chunks of, of wood come shooting off of it at, like you've never seen when you've chopped a tree before. You think two or three more good chops of this, and you'll have plenty of space for you all to slip out the side. I think I'll make two or three more good chops. Nice. You make two or three more good chops, and as you do, and you all look back towards the town, you can hear the screaming of people. You can hear the sounds of people calling out, He's dead! He's dead! <clears throat> across across the town, you can hear the shouting of guards looking for you. You can also hear the voice of a, the guard at the edge of the town, or at the edge of the the uh, house line over there where he sprinted back to. The, the voice of the guard who said that he didn't, the burgomaster wasn't worth dying for. You can hear the voice of that guard telling other guards, They went that way, towards the northwest! Uh, as you guys slip out of the, as you slip out of the wall and into the field beyond. Cool. Time to go, boys. Didn't you say there was uh, some kind of path we're going to take on the right? Where, where are we supposed to be going there? Uh, let's try and get to the tree line. Uh, the spell I cast, they shouldn't be able to track us, but that doesn't stop them from just seeing us standing around in the field like a bunch of scarecrows. Excellent. Let's leave. I'm already running. Me too. Okay. Let me add something in for those watching on stream. You guys head for the tree line. You, of course, successfully make it there. You've run before. But if you'll remember, little special, little special deals about the forests in this place. They're scary. <laughs> All right. So, if you'll remember, this is where you end up. This kind of spooky, spooky forest. You guys make it to the tree line. If it's, it's almost always, it's, it seems like it's all, it's all, almost dark all the time. You head into the dense, dark forest, and it feels like you've just entered into nighttime already. This is a um, misleading map. Huh? This is a misleading map. What do you mean? It's all green. <laughs> Yeah, it's all green. <laughs> the trees are, you picture some life on those trees. Uh, there's definitely leaves and foliage, but it's its dark and spooky in there. Um, picture kind of the forest that they go into on the Lord of the Rings, I guess. Um, the, spark, the dark, spooky ones. Uh, but you guys enter in there, um, and you, you make it. You escape. You escape from the place. There are pe- you can even hear people heading towards the woods, and you can hear the sound of people saying, oh, I, "We're not going in there. We'll have to find them some other way. We're not going in there." Uh, as some of the guards turn around, and you are now, of course, out of combat, 
and you have escaped the assassination of the Burgomaster of Velaki. Yeah, because that was completely planned. I, I'm going <laughs> to let you guys in on a little secret. Definitely didn't see that tonight going like that. <laughs> I mean, you you know us, right? Like you guys have never like, accidentally killed the leader of any town you've been to. Well, plenty of times intentionally, but yeah. <laughs> I guess it was a matter of time. Any person in leadership is going to die eventually. Yeah. Right, right. I mean, we could have just, you know, we we could have just been there and like that that spell happened to be cat, and it could have been of natural causes, you know. Sure. Of course, at the same cause. time that he was roasted from inside. Gotcha. So, do you guys uh, want to deal with any sort of conversation with one another as you now have a minute to catch your breath? Uh, not particularly, guys. I don't. I don't really like this forest too much. I'm fairly experienced with forest, but this is just—it's like it's tainted. I think we should uh, get as close to the road as we can and drop down out of this forest as soon as possible. I agree. If we get as close as we can to the road now, won't they just see us? Won't they expect us? They don't know which way we'd be going. They might have some patrols, but I don't know. We'll have to cross that when we come to it. There's only so The sooner we get out of here, the better. So I'm I'm thinking we just kind of sprint to the edge of the forest as far as the Velaki specific map is concerned and then drop down as we get to the edge of the map straight towards the road. Okay. Well, this will be how we tidy up tonight's stream. Um, so as you guys travel through this deep, dark forest for the, the amount of time you want to spend in it, uh, you do hear... Uh, as as we shut things down, you hear the sound, and it's, the sounds seem to be getting closer, of a couple deep and hearty howls in the distance. The howls of possibly some wolves, uh, but it seems like maybe they might be a bigger version of wolf than you've seen before. These howls are deep, as if like an, uh, that cool uncle wolf is howling. Mm. Reginald's gonna grip that spear a little bit tighter. Nice. Oh, oh, oh. and that is how we're gonna end this episode of Dungeon Boys. Um, yeah, gonna have to say, did not expect to be burying the Burgomaster after tonight's stream, but I'll, I'll, I'll have plenty of time to do that tonight before I go to bed. Um, yeah. So that's the power of D and D. <laughs> Thank you Are for you not here. entertained? I hope so. Um, I'm very critical of anything that I produce for you all. So if you, <laughs> any of you feel froggy, to let us know how you feel about the show. Please definitely do that. Uh, you can do that if you want to follow me on Twitter. I'm at Tank Media Games. You can communicate with us there. Also, if you follow us on Twitter at Tank Media Games, there is a pinned tweet with a link to our Discord which has a Dungeon Boys channel that you can give us information about your enjoyment or non-enjoyment of the show. Of course, if you're listening to this on one of your podcast apps that allows you to review, it would be super cool if you would leave us a review on your podcast service. 
Um, and of course, this is Curse of Strahd. This is something that we kind of, I decided I wanted to do on a whim while we were dealing with the pandemic. Uh, pandemic went on for a long time, and we are still relatively separate doing recordings. Uh, so we just kept Curse of Strahd going. I didn't know it was going to last so long. So it's going to last for a while. We're thinking about it. it's probably going to go till October, and then maybe we'll get back to the, the wild and crazy world of my original world called Medine. If you like Dungeon Boys, no mask 2 out of 10. Sorry, Mark. <laughs> uh, if you like Dungeon Boys and you want to get a taste of what we've done before, there are 50 episodes of Season 1 that you can get into and then four episodes of Season 2 before we stop for the pandemic uh, that you can enjoy. So there's plenty of Dungeon Boys content if you're new to it. And several so really one-shots that were and several one-shots, yes. DM'd by oh, yeah. us. Yeah, there's a, a Zenus one shot, a Bryce one shot, and a Josh one shot. Also, a couple of one, at least one one shot with uh, our dad that we played with, and that was a lot of fun. And the um, Temple of the Blood Goddess one shot. Yeah, I did. I did a one shot as well. So these are all my plugs at the end of the podcast. Uh, but thank you guys so much for listening. We hope you enjoyed it. Please be sure to do those things. We will see you next time. Please remember that we love you very, very much. Bye. Bye.